Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Sinatemba Bruno Seguela, also known as the King of Talk, Ikumgani Yokuteta Ngesikosa, and welcome yet to another episode, courtesy of my journalism practice assignment. You are listening to the Bruno Seguela Show, open bracket, a moment with the King of Talk, and I'm going to be having an interview with Olwe Tumzileni, all the way from Air Queenstown, who's going to be telling us more about the water issue that they are facing in the Eastern Cape, that we are facing rather in the Eastern Cape, and how he has been impacted by the water scarcity issue. So I'm really, really looking forward to engaging with him and hearing his side of the story and as well using his information for this particular assignment. Thank you for joining me. And uh, without wasting any time, let's get straight into it. And a good day to you too. I'm also happy to be here answering these questions. <laughs> Though I'll admit the first one isn't always my favorite, but all right, I give it a go. Um, one thing about me is that <laughs> there's really not that much about me to know, cause I'm usually, cause one thing is that I'm usually very closed off. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm the kind of person who keeps to himself or is mostly indoors in his room. But aside from that, I am also a first-year university student at Nelson Mandela University. I'm studying IT, which something else to, to know about me is kind of my passion, particularly software developing. So software developing. Um, I'm also interested in other things like literature. Like I enjoy reading, and occasionally I write poetry. But beyond that. There's really not, not that much to know about me, honestly. Thank you so much for introducing yourself all the way to. I truly appreciate having you here. Now, let's get straight into it. Uh, you are staying at the moment in Queenstown, right? You're staying in Queenstown. And it, it is no surprise that in the Eastern Cape, we have a rife problem when it comes to uh, issues such as water scarcity. So here's my question for you. Have you ever been impacted by water scarcity or do you know any places around your area that are impacted or affected by um, this water crisis? And how are people actually coping with what's happening at the moment? So can you please tell me more about that? Actually, yes. Um. The whole of Queenstown and its surrounding suburbs and locations, we are all affected by water scarcity. In fact, for quite some time now, we, our access to tap water has been reduced. Like we are only allowed, like they, we are only allowed to use tap waters only in the mornings and later on in the evenings. Otherwise, throughout the day, there's no water in the taps. Like it's switched off. So that kind of affects everyone. I'm talking about citizens, businesses, um, just everything that needs water is during the day it's affected. It's either you need to have your own tank or you need to fill up whatever you need to fill up, buckets or whatever in the mornings or later in the evenings, just so that when the water is off, you do have access to water. It's a thing that actually affects everyone, yeah. Sure, that's uh, really bad and um, yeah, it's, it's really horrific. Now let's talk about, I like the fact that you mentioned um, people that are having 
who are privileged to have tanks. So when it comes to, you know, climate as a whole, are people experiencing any benefits when it comes to, you know, to rainfall and overall climate change? How has, how has it been like for Queenstown particularly this year when it comes to the context of climate? How have you guys been coping since now you've been given all these um, um, ultimatums about the availability of water in your area? I'll tell you. Um, the climate situation here, like everything else, has been tough. Like, Queenstown is facing a drought, which means that rain here is very scarce. And as a result, our main source of water, which is Ibongolo Dam, is drying up. So that's one of the main reasons why water has to be, like our access to water has to be reduced. I don't want to, I don't want to like completely lay the blame on the climate itself because a part of me feels like also as us users of the water, we also have our own responsibilities and our own parts to play. But definitely the climate situation also plays a part because like I said, rain here only comes like it's it's very scarce. It's very scarce. So it definitely it doesn't make anything any easier. Krizani is one of the seven districts of the Eastern Cape here in South Africa. The seat of Krizani is Queenstown. The majority of its 810,274 people speak Xhosa. Although Afrikaans people speaking predominate in the far west of the district, the district code is DC13 and this information is available on the Krizan District Municipality website. And the executive mayor is Wonga Magela. Now, with that all being said, why is this particular town still facing problems that are pertinent, especially for the whole Eastern Cape when it comes to water crisis? How are we going to help fix this problem that we are facing as the Eastern Cape? in this context as the town of Queenstown. What's going to happen? Um, you mentioned uh, the Bongolo Dam, right? And I would like to believe that it is actually a dam that many people were or are still reliant to. What has the mayor of the town, Mr. Um, let me check his name, Mr. Wongamagela, what has he done for for the town of the Eastern Cape? Are you aware of what he has done? Has he made any effort into, you know, trying to fix, you know, this huge issue of water crisis in the Queenstown town? Um, aside from cutting down our access to water to only a couple of hours a day, um, one solution was the water down dam. A dam that is um 
a number of kilometers away from Queenstown, like way further than Bongolo Dam. I definitely remember it was it wasn't seen as an adequate solution. I think it was more of a temporary thing, at least until an actual solution was came up with. And in terms of an actual solution, I think there was the on a dam scheme or something like that. That were that that they came up with back in 2010. I'll admit though, I haven't been following up on it in a while, so I can't really comment on on the progress of where it is now, how soon will it be implemented or something, but given that it's been over a decade, I won't lie, I'm not optimistic. But at best, I think those are the solutions that were brought up that I can think of at the moment. Thank you so much for this, Olwe. To now, what would you say to the people of uh, Queenstown? What must happen? Where can they, you know, where can they make a difference pertaining this issue? Because it, it is very serious. You know, water is very essential. Water is a need. Water is a necessity. We cannot live without water. And when you're talking about the fact that sometimes you guys have to make and meets, basically, um, you know, having water in in the morning or perhaps at night and in the day the water is not available. Now, what would happen if the water is not available at all? Because, you know, the reason why I'm asking this, we've had a situation like this in my hometown, Mtata, whereby approximately two weeks went by without water. And um, fortunately for, for me and my home, we had tanks. And I literally asked myself, what is really going to happen? Because there were people without tanks. People had to travel to town to buy water and all those types of things. Now, let me put you into a space here, right? I'm pretty sure you are having the knowledge that the ANC is the ruling party again of the Eastern Cape. People are still voting for, for the party, right? And I'm not trying to be political or anything like that, but I feel like we really have to talk about such issues. So what's next for the people of the Eastern Cape? What's next for the people of Queenstown? What measures that are needed to be taken in order to actually fight this problematic issue of water scarcity? Um, I'm going to start off by saying that I'm starting to resent you with your last line of questions. But I also understand where they're coming from and why they have to be asked, and I'll do what I can to answer them as honestly and as clearly as I can. But I'm resenting you for putting me on the on the spot like this. But anyways, um, you asked, what would I say to the people with regards to this whole situation and what must happen? I think one thing I would say to the people is that it's up to us, guys. Like, we have the voice to make the people in charge hear us, that know we are dissatisfied, that know 
solutions aren't coming in any fast like there are promises but we aren't seeing any fulfillment so it's up to us to hold them accountable for all of that and to make them hear us that we are suffering like we are not living in the best conditions and that they must do something about this because most why else would we have put them in such positions if they won't do anything about it um so yeah i think we should definitely be loud and make them take like they must hear us and make so that they take us more seriously i'm not saying that we should riot or anything or be violent but i'm just saying we should be louder we should be more heard like we should be more consistent not just strike for a couple of days and break things and then stop from there but like a protest an actual protest where we are heard and we are consistent but yeah man just but yeah you also asked what would happen if we would reach like if we would eventually run out of water and that's a scenario that always scares me whenever i think about it but it's a reality that might be upon us so i definitely think it's one we should confront um for one i think a lot of businesses cuz queenstown cuz queenstown has a lot of small businesses i think they would struggle to stay afloat and uh i don't know like a majority of the people here we live in poverty cuz we have a lot of like most of the populations live in locations like Abomlungi and Isbelin so i don't we i definitely don't think that a lot of us would be able to live with having to buy 5 liter bottles of water like multiple 5 liters bottles of water every day for a lot of things other than just for drinking so i definitely think that it would be a struggle and it scares me that for the most part we would have to rely on waters from the river because the rivers here are very polluted so it's it's definitely something man that's not pretty it's a possibility that i'm not excited about because the situation would definitely be less sanitary like in a lot of ways so and gay queenstown like i said has a lot of drought rain is very scarce so it would definitely be hell on earth <laughs> if i may say that if i could say that it wouldn't be a pretty thing god um you also asked what's next <laughs> in terms of all of this and um yeah like i said before more than anything else we must be vocal we mustn't sit on our voices we mustn't just like sit in some place and talk about how no man these guys are failing us and don't 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 and how the le- how the people in the, the municipalities and what not are not taking us seriously with the nepotism and all these other things we shouldn't see it on our voices we shouldn't say that just to the person next to us but we should be saying that directly to the people that are problematic we should be confronting them not just talking about it and then moving on with our lives as if like this will go away the best way to try to make this go away is to face it head on it's to confront the people in the leadership is to use our power as the people to be heard i definitely think that that's one way we should be moving forward by and that um and definitely with the topic of not sitting on our voices i definitely believe that more youth should be involved like because most of the youth most of our youth around here is like just sitting down like just like not that involved politically 
like i definitely think that more youth should be more involved in things like voting i know the elections have just passed but i feel like if more people were involved with the polit with the elections and whatnot who knows the outcome could have been different we would have had different leadership perhaps even more adequate leadership if only we were like if only we were just more vocal that's the one thing i need to say we need to be more vocal we need more people to vote because not doing anything won't solve anything Sit, just sitting down and think and complaining about the ruling party and how you don't want to vote because of that You'd rather vote for a party that you believe will bring in a solution or whatever if you really have a problem with the current party because if you don't vote then nothing will change but yeah i also don't want to get too political so i'll just move on um but otherwise yeah i think for the most part i've covered most of what you've asked me about so yeah i think yeah i think that's it oh man thank you very much for your time all the way to i certainly appreciate um your views and opinions and yeah let's just hope that the issue of water scarcity will be a thing of the past because it has been ongoing for like for for years right for years so thank you very much for your time i truly truly appreciate this and yeah all the best god bless <laughs> and i'm grateful for this opportunity to be heard and to be able to put all of this out there so um thank you to you too bruno siguela for having me thank you very much All right, thank you to all the people that were listening on this special episode of the Bruna Seguela Show. A moment to the king of talk. It was quite an amazing conversation that I had with Uolwe Tumzileni, who told us everything that we needed to know about the water crisis that is happening in the Eastern Cape, particularly in his hometown, Queenstown. So thank you to him for his views and his opinions. Until next time, from me, Bruno Sinetema Seguela, Ikum Ganyok Teta, the King of Talk. It's a wrap up. Goodbye, God bless, and see you on the other side. <laughs>